0: Our Lady of Fatima's Plan to Defeat This Coronavirus. The Fourth Point Pray and Do Penance for Sinners. This is the fifth episode in a series of six, which detail Our Lady's five point plan. This presentation was given by Father Isaac Mary Railier, released Ascension Thursday, May 21st, 2020, and is sponsored by the Fatima Center.
1: Ave Maria, this is Father Isaac Mary Raleigh from the Fatima Center. Let's begin with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Remember, most compassionate Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that anyone who fled to thy protection, employed thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired why by this confidence we fly unto thee, O Virgin, of Virgins, O Mother. To thee do we come before thee we stand sinful and sorrowful. Mother of the Word Incarnate, despise our petition, and in Thy mercy, hear and answer them. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Francis and St. Pio, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. Today we celebrate the glorious feast of the ascension of our Lord into heaven. What a beautiful feast, and that our Lord goes to prepare a place for us. In heaven. And this is what we must keep our eyes on. We must keep our eyes on our Lord. We must keep our eyes on heaven. Because that's what we created for. We created to know God, to love Him, to serve Him in this world in order to be with Him forever. And that means in heaven, which is the beatific vision. And so we can't lose sight of that. It says in scripture, if you keep your end before you, you will not sin. The, the supreme law of the church is the salvation of souls salvation of soul. nothing comes before that in this tragic pandemic that they want to call it It's not a pandemic, it's a planned uh all they worry about is uh a temporal being or uh, you know or our material things and nobody's worried about the soul they've shut down our churches. They've denied you, good Catholics, the Eucharist, even the sacraments. And this is a crime. And so today in this talk is about praying for souls, praying not only for our old souls that we get to heaven, that's our first obligation, but praying for other souls, for the conversion of souls. And that God has given us a, a powerful gift that we can participate in the salvation of others. Not only ours, just as we see evil spread throughout the world, good spreads too, even faster. St. Paul said, where there's more sin, there's more, more grace is abound. So God is pouring out many graces, but he wants us to help others get to heaven. And if we love God, we must love our neighbor. That's the great law. You summed it up, to love the Lord, of God with your whole heart and whole soul, and to love your neighbor. And so we want to speak today about praying for other souls that other souls are loved ones. We all have loved ones, brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews, fathers, mothers, grandmothers that are away from God. Everyone has someone in their family that's not walking with God. Friends at work, uh, all around us. We look at the church today. We see our prelates have abandoned us. We see how that they have embraced heresy left and right. We need to pray for these souls. And we have to listen to Our Lady. We have to listen to the message of Fatima. Because when God does extraordinary things like this to get our attention, we should listen. He's going out of his way, you could say. And we still turn our back on him. We don't listen. And the Fatima message is the greatest apparition that has ever taken place in the history of men, and it's like, I always tell people, it's one big catechism, it sums up the whole faith, but when God does extraordinary things like this for us, we should pay attention, keep on reading the Fatima message, and every time, like today, to go uh, prepare for this talk, I just went through a few things in the Fatima message, And, and no matter how many times I read it, it inspires me. No matter how many times I read it, you you get deeper and deeper insights and it helps keep you on the path towards God. And so before Our Lady came to the three seers, the three children, God prepared them for the visitation of Our Lady by sending the angel from heaven. And we know that that was the guardian angel of Portugal and the angel appeared to them three times And in the second apparition of the angel, the angel said to the children, I quote him, pray, pray a great deal. The hearts of Jesus and Mary have designs of mercy for you. Offer prayers and sacrifices unceasingly to the Most High. These beautiful little children, innocent little children, and the angels are telling them, pray, pray great deal. And God's telling you the same thing. Are you praying? Not only praying, but praying a great deal. When we're in times like we are now, you know what the saints say, when things get tough, double down. So if you're praying one rosary day, pray two. We have to listen to this angel. Pray, pray a great deal. What a comforting message that the hearts of Jesus and Mary have designs of mercy for us. Mercy with God continues to pour out his love and tries and tries and has patience with us, waiting for the sinner to convert. Most of us, my friends, have not been always faithful to God. I was away from God for 17 years. How many times I came close to death? He had patience. God is merciful. He continues to love those who don't deserve to be loved. Because if God would just uh, apply his justice to us, it would be very sad for all of us. So he said, offer and sacrifice unceasingly to the Most High. So the angels tell us that we have to offer all our sacrifices and prayers unceasingly. Our Lord says this in scriptures, pray at all times. So so many people, they don't even think about God during the day or they'll say prayer in the morning if they're fortunate and then the rest of the day. Some people don't think about God till they go to church on Sundays. Now nah, you can't even do that. But the angel's telling us that we must pray and offer sacrifice unceasingly to the Most High. The angel goes on. He says, offer up everything within your power. As a sacrifice to the Lord in an act of reparation for the sins by which he is offended. He says, offer everything within you. Within your power as a sacrifice. And so, so many people, my friends, are always looking, sometimes good souls. They come to God, they're filled with a lot of fervor. And they want to please God. And they try to look for all these extraordinary things to do. But God's not looking for that. Because most of the people that start doing these extraordinary penances, and they they don't last. They burn out. So God's telling us to do the every ordinary things in life. He wants us to do it extraordinarily. It's not what we do, but the love that we do it with. And so the main thing is that your heart, your mind, and your heart is always united to God. And that when you wake up in the morning, we should do a morning offering to the Most Holy Trinity and to Our Lady. Hopefully we're consecrated to Our Lady so all our actions, all our merits, we give to Her. And by doing this, we're focused. And then, and then throughout the day, we renew that offer that everything we do, we tell our Lord, I'm doing it for you. Every good act, whether it's sweeping the floor, washing dishes, going to work. So it's the ordinary things. We don't have to look for sacrifices. They're built into our lives constantly. So the thing is, do what you are doing. That's the old saying, do what you are doing. But do it with love and attention. Do it saying, I do this for you, Jesus. Save souls. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph save souls. And you will save so many souls by doing it. But there's enough suffering in today, our Lord tells us. It could be cold weather. It could be many. I, I'm here in Milwaukee. We had bad floods here. A friend of mine, his restaurant, he had over three feet of water in his basement. And so those can be trying things, but we all have a lot of sacrifices in our everyday life. This communist government, not only in America, but throughout the world, has put these drastic, drastic Restrictions on all of us. That they basically imprisoned us. But we could unite that and offer this up to God. This is what God wants. The angel says he wants this from us. And he says to do it in reparation for the sins by which he is offended. This was in 1917, my friends, that the angel said this. I mean, those people, compared to what we are doing today, They all look like saints. You know, look how evil the world is. How offended is God by the blasphemies, by the sacrileges? How offended is God that they, they shut down his churches? So we have to offer these inconveniences that we go through, the temperatures outside, too hot, too cold, all these little things our relations with other people. If we, you know, Many people annoy us. But remember, you annoy a lot of people yourself. Just sometimes the biggest penance is going to be putting up with yourself. The biggest problem we have in our lives are not others, it's ourselves. But God wants us to have patience with ourselves too. So offer up these uh, struggles that we have to overcome things. He goes on, he says, And of supplications for the conversion of sinners. So, he wants us to offer these acts in reparation for the sins by which he is offended and of supplications for the conversion of sinners. He wants souls converted. Our Lord came to save us. Our Lord came. He hung upon the cross. He merited salvation for every human being that ever existed. He wants their conversions. And are we aware of that? So many People are so selfish. All they think about is themselves. So many people, they just, all they're doing is they'll pray for themselves and maybe just their family, but they ain't looking to even help anyone else. We have to have empathy and, uh, for others. We should be looking to help others get to heaven too. He goes on, the angel. Thus invoke peace upon your country. I am her guardian angel, the angel of Portugal. Above all, Accept and bear with submission the sufferings that the Lord may send you. How awesome is this? So the angel has identified himself as the angel of Portugal. So you know what that means. And we know this: that every country has a guardian angel. Every human being has an angel assigned to them. From the moment... You know, there's a little debate. Sometimes some people believe the angels are signed the minute you're conceived in your mother's womb. Some say once you're born. But we do have a guardian angel. And so everyone has an angel, but every government, every country has an angel. USA has an angel. Oh, I hope it's a big one because we need it. And it is. These angels are powerful. And so God loves us so much that he gives us all these aids. And he assigned that angel to guide you from the moment you're coming to this world till you leave, to get you to heaven. And that angel inspires you all the time. When you die, you're going to see at your judgment. How many times it was your angel that told you, no, don't do that, or inspire you to do some other good act. Let us pray to our angels constantly from the moment we wake up to guide us, to lead us. To teach, to always push us to do God's will, whatever, you, to tell them we want to be holy. And once again, he says, above all, accept and bear with submission the sufferings that the Lord may send you. I don't know about you, my friends, but there's plenty of sufferings, once again, every day. And so, to accept it, he says, number one, and this is a big thing. Most of us, and myself included, We complain about the cross. And God's telling us, no, accept the cross. Accept it. It's the cross that gets us to heaven. There is no other way to heaven but the cross. If Our Lord said, if you want to be my disciples, deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow me. Deny yourself. Pick up the cross. That means accept the cross. The cross that God carves just for your shoulder. He knows the vices you have better than you do. And the crosses that he sends us are to help us to overcome our vices. So if you're a prideful person, our Lord's going to send probably people in your life that humiliate you, left and right, because he wants you to be converted. But he wants us to accept this and then bear it with submission, with submission to sufferings. I accept this cross that we have to start seeing the cross as an act of love from God, that God loves us and he wants us to get to heaven, so therefore he gives us the cross. The cross, my friends, when you die, you're going to find out that the greatest gifts, the greatest graces gave you throughout your whole life was the cross. I talk about this constantly because I know it's one of the biggest obstacles. Most Catholics don't get it. You can't get to heaven without the cross. Jesus how to go through his passion, through his crucifixion, in order to rise to heaven today on the Feast of the Ascension. And we must imitate him. So let us try to embrace the cross, accept it, and submit to it. And know that if God allows this cross in our life, it's for our good. And that he will bring much, much good out of it. And when we start accepting all these crosses in our life, and we're praying for the conversion of sinners. Sinners will be converted. Will be converted. Without a doubt. But we have to accept it and bear it with submission. What does that mean? Bear it with in silence. Don't be calling your friends up. And say, hey, look what happened to me today. I can't believe this. We're always crying to other people. But God wants us to come to him and cry to him. That's not complaining then. Instead of going to others complaining to them, go to God. That's an act. That's prayer then. Jesus said, come to me, all those who are heavy burdened for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and I will give your soul rest. He didn't say go to your neighbor. He didn't say go to your brother, your sister. He didn't say go to alcohol, drug. Come to me. And when we do that, Souls will be converted. Why do you think Padre Pio? We'll only know in the next uh, when we get to heaven, hopefully, how many souls were converted because of St. Pio. He was a walking, living crucifix. The more God loves a soul, the more crosses He sends them. The more they accept that cross in submission and submit to it, the more they accept it and bear it patiently in silence the more souls they convert, the holier they are and the greater place they have in heaven. We must walk in the footsteps of St. Pio and the saints and there's thousands of saints. There's not one saint that you could read about that didn't pick up his cross and carry it. Carry it to where? To Calvary. We must be crucified with Christ. And when we get this, Many souls, and God won't reveal to us most of the time how many souls are affected by our prayers because we'll get too big of a head, probably. But there will be a great reward for all your sufferings in the next world. And then, and at the end, he says to accept once again, accept and bear with submission the sufferings that the Lord may send you. So these sufferings come from our Lord; He permits them at least. And God will not give us anything or permit anything. In our life, if it's not for the salvation of our soul. It's beautiful. Brace the cross, my friends. In the first apparition of the Blessed Virgin of Fatima, Sister Lucy asked if her friend, one of her friends was in heaven. Okay? And Our Lady said that she was still in purgatory. And then Our Lady put this question directly to Lucy. Do you want to offer yourself to God to endure all the sufferings that He may choose to send you, as an act of reparation for the sins by which He is offended and as a supplication for the conversion of sinners? once again, our ladies basically repeating what the angel prepared them for already. Do you want to offer yourself? Do you? That's the question God asked you today. A lady asked, do you want to offer yourself to God to endure all the sufferings that he may choose to send you as an act of reparation for the sins by which he is offended? And as a supplication for the conversion of sin, do you wish to offer yourself for your son's sins? For your daughter's sins? For your sins? For your husband's sin? And on and on and on. God doesn't force this upon us. He's given us the Scariest gift, my friends, of free will. He's looking for people like you who want to climb up on the cross with him and say, Lord, be done to me according to your word, like the Blessed Virgin said, of fiat. This is what Our Lady did for us at Calvary. She's the Queen of Martyrs. This is what Our Lady did for us at the presentation. St. Alphonse says, when Our Lady brought... The baby Jesus to the temple to Saint Simeon, and it was at that moment that God requested her consent to crucify her son and his son. She has maternal rights over Jesus. She's truly his mother. And Our Lady gave her fiat, and then Simeon said, "A sword shall pierce your heart." Sword shall pierce your heart. God wants this from all of us. He wants us to submit to the sword that will pierce our hearts in imitation of him for love of him, for love of souls. my friends, if you go throughout your whole life and offer all these sufferings in union with Christ and only one soul is saved, one extra soul, you know how great that is because one soul is worth more than any all the material things in the world because. Every soul has been paid for by the blood of Christ. Infinite value. And so when we see our neighbor or our loved one struggling, we have to realize, number one, God died for that soul. And because of number one, before all things that we love God, we don't want anything that belongs to him to be lost. So when our lady questioned Lucy, it says, in the account said promptly lucy responded for all three of the seers yes we want to this is the first step my friends and our lady said, do you want to suffer for jesus and for her for the salvation of souls please promptly answer yes yes and will we be will you have some fear of who who doesn't have fear about suffering that's why it's so meritorious when you surrender. Our Lord in the Garden of Gethsemane, in his human nature, didn't want to go to the cross. He prayed to his Father in heaven, let this chalice, this cup of suffering pass. But not my will be done, but yours. And we know what happened. God the Father wanted his son to be crucified. And Jesus accepted it. Let us be like Sister Lucy. And say, yes. Yes. I want to. But then beg for the grace. I need your help. I can't do it on my own. I can't do it without your grace, Lord. Blessed Mother, you are the mediatrix of all graces. Give me the graces I need to save my soul and help save others. Give me the grace to carry my cross in silence. In silence. So after Sister Lucy gave her fiat, a lady says... Then, you are going to suffer a great deal. Our lady promised her. And then, but, and she promised this, she goes, but the grace of God will be your comfort. So, our lady's telling her, now that you said yes, you will suffer a great deal. But the grace of God will be your comfort. My friend, Our Lord says in the Gospel of John, I am the vine, you are the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. Nobody could carry the cross, even for a second, without grace from God. Without grace. And be careful, because when people start doing penance, sometimes the devil gets in there and tries to get them to think that they're doing it, and that just by doing it, you know, no, we always have to rely on God, that any good we have comes from God. The grace of God will be your comfort. The saints suffered so much, but they suffered in peace and even in joy. They didn't have joy, the fact that they were in pain, but the joy was that they were able to unite with Christ, and their will was one. And God will give you that interior peace. He will give you that joy. And you keep going. Anybody that's willing to do this for souls, God's going to assist you, especially in these times, with most people have turned their back on God. Forget about suffering for God. They don't even want to know him. They mock him. They blaspheme him. Any soul that wants to do this, God will be with. Him. So our lady said too, in that effort, say the rosary every day to bring peace to the world and the end of the war. The rosary converts souls more than anything. I just spoke to him. This woman I know yesterday, beautiful mother, and one of our sons been on drugs many, 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 many years. In and out of drug rehabs, left and right. And this mother would call me weeping, like most mothers do when they see their sons or daughters like this. So yesterday I called her, and I, I, I heard a difference in her voice right away when she answered the phone. She had a little pep in her voice, and she sounded happy. And so I asked her how her son was. She goes, Father, i got to tell you something. You know, it's been so difficult. Many years she's been going through this. And she said, but you told me the last time I spoke to you to start a 54-day rosary novena for my son. And when I finished that 54-day rosary novena, my son has come home. And he's been drug-free for many months now. Praise God. but That woman had to suffer that cross of seeing her son for many, many years, over 10, 15 years on drugs, trying everything possible. And she prayed too, but that fifty-four day, be, without a doubt, did it. Without a doubt. And she, and I said to her, you know what, start another one. Thanking Our Lady and that it will continue. She goes, you know what, I just started yesterday. So I'm telling you, there's so many stories. I like, can tell you like this, it's real. Souls get converted because of people that pray do penance. A lady fan said, most souls go to hell because no one will pray or do penance for them. Pick up that rosary. My mother prayed for me for 17 years to come back to the faith. I never saw my mother without the rosary. I'm not exaggerating. I thought she was crazy many times. But I thank God I had a mother that was willing to pick up her cross follow Christ to Calvary willing to wear out her knees praying the rosary are you willing to wear out your knees are you willing to pray the rosary for the conversion of your loved ones are you willing to pray the rosary for the conversion of the Pope prelates that have abandoned Christ in his church are you I hope so no God will grant you the grace and will comfort you, as Our Lady said. So in the third apparition of Our Lady, that's when she revealed hell to the visionaries. She said this, Sacrifice yourself, sinners, and say often, especially when you make some sacrifice, Oh my Jesus, it is for the love of thee and for the conversion of sinners. It is for love of thee and for the conversion of sinners. This is very powerful. This is what Our Lady is showing us in Fatima time and time again. Many people are converted. If we listen to Our Lady, even though we suffer, we will have peace. So are your knees killing you today because you're filled with arthritis? Try to carry that cross in silence. Don't tell nobody. Offer it up to Our Lady. And then she'll multiply the merit there. I'll tell you one more story, and it's one of my favorite stories, and you probably heard it, but I could tell this story a million times, and I knew this old Italian couple, Virginia and Joe, and I didn't see them for a few years, and I came, I saw her then one day, and she goes, uh, Father, my husband Joe died. I said, oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. And she said, Father, I got to tell you a story. I said, Sure. She goes, My husband was the nicest guy. Everybody loved him. But he had a problem for 45 years. Whenever he would see a black person, he would call them most horrendous names and curse them and wish them in hell. And she said, it would make me cringe when I see him do it because I couldn't understand he was such a good man in general. But he had this hatred for black people. And so Joe was dying. He had a terminal illness, and they sent him home from the hospital. They told him to go home, have hospice, and prepare to die. And so I needed an aid, And so she said they sent this aide over, and the aide quit. So they had to get a new aid. So she called up. They said, we'll send one tomorrow, like 6, 7 in the morning. So the doorbell rings. She goes to the door, and she opened the door. She said she went back. She was in shock. This is a big black man, over six foot tall, she said. And <laughs> his name was Steve. I never forget this story. He said, my name's Steve. On the new aid, He goes, are you all right? And she was like afraid to even let him come in the house. Afraid. And so she just said a prayer to our lady and he came in. And then Joe didn't yell at him and she was shocked. And so he started helping Joe and... They started talking more to Joe and then they started playing chess every day. So she said after two weeks she was like blown away. She couldn't believe what was happening. And one day, that guy met Steve, went to move one of his uh pieces, and Joe took his hand and put his hand on his on his arm. He touched him. And he looked at him in his eyes and he said, Steve, I love you. That brings Tears to my eyes when I think about it. I mean, this man had such hatred for black people. And here he is touching this black man, telling him he loves him. Well, right after that, you know, the priest came, all that, anointed him, and then he died. And so Virginia says, Father, I got to tell you, though, you know, how did this happen? And this is the question. How did that happen? How did this man who hated black people for all these years would curse them every time you see one? How did he get converted said, father I've been praying rosary after rosary for forty five years for Joe's conversion forty five years of rosaries on her knees praise God it worked my friend you have that power too to pray to our lady to pray for conversions you now when you go to heaven. You will bring many, many people with you. Great saints like St. Saint Alfonso of Glory tells us that God assigns souls to each one of us to get to heaven. You have a souls that are assigned to you. You don't have to look far. They're right there. Let us unite with Our Lady. She will give us the grace to carry the cross in silence and even in joy. I thank every one of you for supporting the Fatima Center uh, financially and even more so with your prayers. Please continue to support us. We need a lot of prayers, the devil attacks a lot, a lot. Put that par for the course. We're in a war and Our Lady is raising up her army and you're part of it. We thank you. Let us unite and stick together. Let us pray pray that we can continue our mission to spread the lit word of Fatima and to help souls get to heaven. Please bow your head and pray for God's blessing. Paxa benedictio Deo omnipotent, Pagia filius de Sancti. descendit super Vos. Menea sempa. Amen.
0: This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2020 All rights reserved. The next episode will deal with the fifth point in Our Lady's plan. Pray for the Pope and for the consecration of Russia. More information regarding the plan is available through our website, www.fatima.org and in our printed literature, which can be sent by regular mail. Please share this message far and wide. Angel of Portugal, pray for us. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us.